Hey, Greg, it's December. You know what that means? Of course, Larry. It's time for Santa Claus and Christmas. Well, well, yeah, that's true, but it's not what I was getting at. There is a new Taco of the Month at Ricochet. And what is it? It's called the... Filthy Animal. It's got fried chicken, potato croquettes, cheddar cheese, house-made elote, bacon, a country-style gravy, fried onions, and a drizzle of Valentina on top. Mmm. What are potato croquettes? It's basically a little fried ball of mashed potatoes. Yummy. And what's Valentina? Hot sauce. Well, why don't they just say hot sauce, then? Because it's a specific hot sauce. I'm ready to go try the filthy animal at Ricochet Tacos. How about you? Of course I want to go. And every Thursday when they run Pizza Box Nachos this month, it's going to be based off this taco. Oh, so you can get it as a taco, a burrito, a salad, or Pizza Box Nachos? Or a quesadilla. Mmm. It's available all month in December at both the Valparaiso and Crown Point locations. This is Tasty 219, powered by Local 219, the Northwest Indiana Food Podcast. Everything you hear on this podcast is just our opinions. We are just two guys talking about food. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. This is season five of Tasty 219. First episode of season five, also our 50th episode that we've done. My name's Larry. I'm Greg, and we are in Rensselaer, Indiana once again, and we are at Ember's Station, and we are here at the beginning with Janelle, who is an owner, worker, (laughs) <laughs> Cook, <laughs> you do it all, right? I do it all. Welcome. <laughs> Happy to have you guys here today. Thank you. Stoked to be back here. I really like coming here. It's very fun. Fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Do you yeah. remember the first time we came here? I do. I, I, was that the only time we were here? Mm-hmm. Yes. We were just finishing up our second episode we did at Fenwick across the street. I'm like, well, let's pop in there and get a drink. And I saw all this cool street art and this awesome aesthetic. And I'm like, well, this isn't Rensselaer. What the hell is going on? Yeah. And you guys were just super nice and friendly to us. And so it stuck. nice. Yeah. Well, it's that Midwestern. It's in us. We can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I'll take that. <laughs> but no, you guys were delightful. We had a great conversation. It was just we, nice to meet you guys. Thank very you. Very much so. Thank you. I agree. Um, and... Ember Station is at 230 West Washington Street, and that's in Rensselaer, Indiana. You can find them on the web at emberstation.com. And correct me if any of the information I say is wrong. Uh, <laughs> you are open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m., closed Sundays and Mondays. Yes, yes, correct. Very cool. And uh, you are... Mostly a 21 and over establishment, but you talked to us a little bit about that before. So explain some of that to our listeners. Yes. So we have a 
huge outdoor covered pavilion that we had custom made when we built this place. And it's it is an old 1952 service station that we renovated into our bistro bar area. So we wanted to utilize the old, what, what would have been the parking lot or where they would have had old gas pumps. And so we were able to convert that area into a covered pavilion. And so that whole outdoor area, especially when the weather is nice, and we do have industrial size heaters too. So up into the early fall, and in early spring, we do have outdoor dining, and that's all ages. And then we also, in the winter, carry, we call them the ember domes. They're kind of pods that can sit outside yeah, and dine we are in. in one. Yeah, I know. I'm so excited it's we got very to sit cool. out. I've seen these, like, snow globe-looking type of things on patios all the time. Yes. I've never been in one. This is your first. This well, is my I first feel time. like we're just baptizing you right well, into it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we've inquired uh, with some other guests that wanted to go to them, too, and... The cost of them is usually prohibitive. Yes. Now, yours are very reasonable. Um, I, I noted only two requirements. It's a minimum Correct. of a $100 beverage and food bill. Correct, yes. And a 20% tip. Yes, 20% tip, and there is a $25 re reservation fee is yeah. what we're looking for. Right. So that $25 reservation fee holds a dome for you, and yes, and then $100 in food and beverage, and then a 20% tip. Yeah. If you want to give more to our wait staff, I'm sure they would not mind, though. Yeah, <laughs> so that's very Always reasonable. do that, people. Yeah. And you had said that this is your fifth year of having the domes. Correct, yes. And now is that, does a company come and set these up? Do you own them? What? How does... How does that work? Yeah, so we did purchase them before. It was kind of, I feel like, in a way to be cool to have them. And then we were very fortunate to have them through COVID as well. And so oh, they've sure. just been very successful for us. It was a way to utilize our outdoor space that was That's just kind of dead. a huge thing yeah. during, like, a pandemic. You have this, like feeling of like seclusion but you're mm -hmm. still somewhere that's probably very comforting and nice that's awesome yeah well thank yeah. you yeah and so it's, yeah it's very toasty in here oh uh, it's nice yeah <laughs> we and can it's turn like, it down if it's a little too toasty no 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 not, we are it's called not embers too. we like to make sure you're nice and hot around here don't <laughs> no, worry but I mean, like we are like outside on like a decently busy street corner and it's winter and i'm warm this Fantastic. Is, Happy to hear that. Yeah, we perfect. do have two heaters going in each dome. Uh, we have some nice ambiance lighting. Each dome has its own kind of special character. And we do have an in-house, uh, one of our lead bartenders and wait staff. She went to fashion school and she loves to design. So we were able to pull her in and help her. Like she used her design aspect to design each one of these domes. Yeah, she yeah. brought us our drinks and introduced herself. And Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. asked us what we were doing. <laughs> She's right on it. She's like, I want to know your story. Tell me your story. And, yeah. um, you can tell she's a fashion person because her fit is sick today. <laughs> for sure. I think it was a very vintage 1980s jumpsuit she was it wearing. It was a, yes. like a, a black and silver, I want to say tiger print jumpsuit. Yes. And it's very cool. Yes. And if I could pull that off, I sure as hell would. But Happy to not happening that. for me. Yeah. <laughs> so you also have Ember's Venue, which is Correct. attached. And mm -hmm. tell us about that. That was the original. That was the original. So that is a 3,000 square feet building from 1902. It was originally a hardware store. And then it was a magazine distribution warehouse. And then we were the fortunate owners, only three owners in that time span of over 100 years. Oh, wow. Uh, I know, amazing. which is kind of crazy uh, to purchase it. Original ceilings, original floors. It's probably beautiful. Oh, uh, we got very lucky. So we've been, we'll celebrate 10 years in the spring with that. Of course, a lot of weddings, uh, but sure. we also do corporate dinners. We do baby bridal showers, any kind of celebration. And we also do public events over there as well.
well. So Very we'll cool. have comedians or we'll have artists and musicians. We've had the verb pipe through here. So we have some like world renowned oh, yeah, artists. Freshman. I remember yeah, that. the freshman. That's yeah. very cool. Following so, you on social media, you do seem to bring in a lot of entertainment. Yes. That is one of our key passions. Just because we're in a smaller town does not mean you can't have quality, high-end entertainment. So we are very fortunate in the way that we're right between Chicago and Indy, right between Chicago and Nashville. So we're right off the highway. It's easy to get to us. And so we're able to pick up these great performers that can that's just so pop in. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anyone's so. going to be psyched to play in like an old, beautiful room. Like That's Thank so you. cool. Yes, thanks. No, it's just great ambiance at the end of the day. And what is your maximum capacity at the venue? Yeah, so we seat up to 200 is our max, which a lot of people, because it's skinny on the outside, but it goes really, it's like skinny and long, so it really seats a lot. And we do have its own bar over there, bathrooms, everything, so it's all inclusive over there. But yeah, the brick walls with that tin ceiling and the wood floors just really set it off. Really set it off. I love that. And do you do all the catering for that, or do you allow outside? Yes, we have four preferred caterers. So that way you can hit your price point. You know, some people want oh, high awesome. end, farm to table, plated meal, and some people are happy with our local grocery store. You mm-hmm. know, so we just kind of leave it up to whatever their budget is and what kind That's of direction rad. they want to go in. That's very rad. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the station uh, bills itself as a wood fired bistro eatery and craft bar component of Embers in downtown Rensselaer. Your focus is on artisan cocktails. And a wood-fired brick oven bistro-style menu. Correct. So, yes. So we had a custom brick, me- like brick oven placed in. The gentleman that built it is from a local town, but he travels the world building custom wood ovens. And so it's a 72-inch round oven in there that we get all source local wood and sick. so it's no gas assist it's all authentic wood cooking and we do all our pizzas in there but we do shrimp and pork chops we've done salmon we do all house-made salads so it's not just your pizza place you there's know. that video of the thing going the I, drone. Just, I just saw it the other day that was so awesome so, I'm, so awesome to see that. Oh, I'm glad you got to see yeah, the, how it kind of goes up to the, the And it oven. went right yes. into the service station doors. Mm-hmm. Was that, is that a local 219 video they did? No, I think that was actually the other owner, Ryan, oh, oh. produced that. He's oh, really cool. into drone footage right cool. now. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Because I know so they cool. have they have one, and he likes to mess with it, but mm-hmm. I didn't know if that was them or not. But it's probably because they talked. It's probably what happened. Yeah. It could very well, <laughs> but I know that... Slater from Local 209 is a big fan of your thing. and Well, we're a big fan of him, so yeah. it, it makes sense, yeah. yeah. Now how getting, you doing, man? And now, getting back to the brick oven, um, how large of a capacity is it? I mean, do mm-hmm. people have to wait because there's stuff in there, or is it the capacity big enough that you can put multiple orders in there? Yeah, so we definitely do multiple orders um, on, like, a really hop-in probably, you know, summer night, if the whole pavilion's filled and the inside, there might be a little bit, a longer wait because it's only so big. We can sure, only sure. put so much in there. That's fair. Uh, but it does cook fast at the yeah. end of the day. You know, you can throw a pizza in there and we can get it in and out pretty quickly. Um, so it just kind of depends. So yeah, so we always make sure though they have good drink service and <laughs> we can get some quick appetizers right out. So we do look at that. Um, but our goal is always to try to keep that within that 30 minute time frame is our goal to make sure that they have food on the table. Right on. Yes, there's going to be some nights that we're just slammed, but then we try to warn people ahead of time so they're not sitting down just not knowing. 
certainly. what's happening. What is the most popular item on your menu? Oh, gosh. So (laughs) (laughs) we have a few. We have a few popular. Um, I'm going to say right now it's probably our pork chop. We do a house-made apple bourbon sauce that goes on top of it. And I know people are probably not like a pork chop, but it just picks up that whole flavor profile. Is the pork local? Is not that is not a local pork, uh, but we do do uh, local vegetables with it. So we, yeah, we do work with a local farm. Uh, We'll get right now. Of course, we're doing root vegetables, so it's beautiful beets, and you know we have we even put some radishes in there and carrots, and so we just cook that all up. But that is just amazing, just fresh veggies, Uh, and then we usually pair that with a rice, Um, and then we also have a house-made Italian beef that we cook for over 24 hours that we break down and put in that wood fire to finish on the bun and with the cheese. So you can have like a little higher end to a little bit more just comfort food, whatever you like to do. Would you like to do that maybe? We'll get like a cool entree and then we'll get an Italian beef and we'll split both. I think that sounds good. Good, uh, I will feed you whatever you want. We'll bring out some stuff. I do like (laughs) fine dining, but uh, in my core, I am from Indiana and I'm kind of white trash. (laughs) So when it comes to, you know, an Italian beef or just a sandwich, I'm down hard. Yeah, we'll, we'll warm your stomachs up, don't you worry. Yeah. <laughs> Something that I eyeballed the first time when I was mm-hmm. here and I haven't highlighted that I'm definitely ordering and getting is a s'mores casserole. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah, yeah. I didn't tell you guys about <laughs> So it comes we, and, no. yeah, we it saw comes, it when oh, we were here the first time. Yeah. You need a wood fire oven to make this thing happen. <laughs> so it comes in a medium sized casserole and like cast iron dish and then it has chocolate chips on the bottom with marshmallows on top but that wood fire gives that that charring on it that you can't you know you're at a campfire you can't get that anywhere else and it comes with graham crackers a dip so it's very shareable but you can't just go pick that up anywhere but it's one of our classic desserts thank you for bringing that up yeah so you can tell he is the note oriented (laughs) host of the show and i'm very off the cuff i never have anything prepared i always just organically talk about what's going on in the situation it's working well thank you i appreciate that um, the music you play in here, super eclectic, different mm-hmm. stuff, all great. Thank all you. I've never, I haven't heard anything where I'm like, oh, I wish this song wasn't on. And oh, I, I, ha- I have that, that opinion like all the time. <laughs> um, not not today. Gonna, I'm going to give that to Ryan. He has crafted that playlist and we're constantly changing, adding to it, taking away from it. But we just want to make sure that all age groups, too, on top of it, feel comfortable and welcomed at the end of the day. I hope I, I say this about a lot of places that we go to, and I hope that the people of Rensselaer realize how lucky they are to have a venue like this here. Uh, that's my only negative. I wish it was closer to home. <laughs> no, it just it's such a cool vibe. I love you. How, what you did with the the station. And you can when when you know what it is, you're like really appreciative that you maintained it and turned it into something usable and uh, when you drive up and you see that your your venue it just it makes you want to go there oh thank you yeah that was one of we wanted to make a place that you did not necessarily feel not that Rensselaer isn't lovely it's a lovely spot but we wanted you to feel like you had escape from wherever you were in your life and, and so really come on like in and relax because like I mean I came here straight from work yes other than going to Guitar Center and getting a cable and a new microphone. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> but I came straight here from work, and I feel like I'm like away. You, like, you feel vacation. like this could be in Chicago or Valpo or 
one of the bigger cities, you know, Michigan City, something like I that. I will contribute that to my mother's Chicago family. So yeah, I grew up a little bit. It's really in Chicago. a cool, cool place, and I feel like oh. comparing Chicago to Valpo in like one sentence back to back, like there's a there's a decently big gap between those places. Well, there are, but I, I just no, but I, I I do get what you're saying because yeah. like Northern Midwest Indiana, there's uh for it being Indiana, there's a lot of culture. For sure, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm very happy to live there. Um, so I do, I do know what you're getting at. For sure, yeah, exactly. I wasn't trying to like sound underhanded. I guess I was because I'm kind of an asshole. But um, I'll, I'll end it there. Sorry. No, I, what we wanted to focus on was the art. You know, we're just we're aesthetically, hopefully, a little quirky, and we just want people to be their quirky selves. And quirky come, super solid. And for that. and come on out and just be who you are, and cel- we're going to celebrate who you are, and let's just have a great cocktail and a great meal and relax. Really, yeah. that's what it is. And I think that's, to me, that's, that's what embraces Indiana for me. You know, like, we're still down to earth enough to embrace everyone of who you are. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, it's sad that, like, this utopian pipe dream I have is a pipe dream where everyone is just nice and hangs out. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. It starts it's with you, Larry. You <laughs> have to be nice you. to get nice. I'm nice as hell to everybody, man. <laughs> so it's just you, really. Uh, another question that I had for you is I saw um, that you use DoorDash. How Correct. does that work for you? Do yes. you, yeah. I'm sure it helped you get through the COVID times. Correct. We actually started after COVID. So oh. they did, they were, yeah, they were in our area. So we did when, during COVID, we set up of course curbside ordering, sure. which was what we probably should have done honestly years before. So it was a good way of pushing us into a direction of like, Oh, we should probably do this. And so we set that up. We have all online ordering. You can come in person, pick it up or go out to your car. We'll run it to you. No problem. And then we also have DoorDash. So that just came through our area about a year and a half ago. They asked us to be one of their test pilot restaurants. So we we're probably one of the top three first three restaurants that did it. That's awesome. Yeah, and so it's been great for us because some people are at work. They can't get away. They, you know, they have to stay in the office. I door Starbucks yeah. to work today. Yes. Yeah, whatever you need. So <laughs> like, I'm happy. You know, and we have some great dashers around here. So I'm like, fantastic. I will well, make and package that food for you and very cool. let <laughs> you be able to eat, you know, in your office. If well, you that's be. awesome. Yeah. I like that. Do they keep a considerable cut of that? Yeah, they keep a little chunk of that. Yeah, yeah. but that, you know, I also understand it's a national brand at the end it of the totally day. It totally is a national corporate brand and they're mm-hmm. doing what national corporate brands do. I get it, but mm-hmm. I like their model. What they do is cool. Yeah, it allows us to do delivery without us having to pay or have delivery people. Because yeah. who knows? Like some nights we're busy, some nights we're not. So for a small business, it's been beneficial. Totally. And like if your driver is versed in back of house stuff and you're busy, it's like, oh, cool, go do this. But they're yes. like, there's orders. It's like, oh, shoot, what do I do? Yeah. So, so it's, someone yeah. who doesn't even work here comes in, picks up and bounces, and that's the whole thing. Yeah. So it's all done. I do get that. Yeah. I like that. So it's been it's been good. I think for small business, for us, it's it's a win. Definitely. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. But yeah, we also do curbside if you don't want to have that fee taken out of our end. <laughs> We'd be happy to do that. Yeah. yeah. Curbside. I think we had another business owner uh, suggest that yeah, and recommend Tracy that. From yeah, from Steam Whistle. Yeah. He said, like, yeah, you can, you can order on our website if you're going to pick it up and we'll get all of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. We'll be happy with that. No, it's yeah, fine. We don't exactly. care. Yeah. So um, you have any events coming up that our listeners would like to hear about be interested in interesting yeah so we're New definitely Year's Eve. yeah thank you you're right thinking my my train of thought here yeah so we're gonna definitely we're gonna be open New Year's Eve we are closing though at 9 p.m. which is normal 
uh, for us to close at 9 p.m. But we're going to do dinner specials, appetizer specials, cocktail specials. So it's going to be some certain things that you can't get most days. And so I've been working with our lead cook on that and getting some great, great kind of food. I love limited menu special stuff. It's Mm -hmm. so fun. The people, like the back of house people get to really like be creative and shine and get weird. I love stuff And that's what we're doing. It's like things that like, I know we can produce amazingly for a couple days, you know, but I want to make sure we're hitting it. We're doing great. Uh, Long term, you're always like, I don't know, but short term, I think we'll be good. Uh, So we're going to do that for New Year's Eve. Of course, like I said, we'll have drink specials. We have some dome, I think, rentals still available that night. So if you want to come out for that, just do a special with your friends and family, your lovers, whatever you want to do. And then I know coming this new year, we'll be bringing through some live entertainment again. So that will always be on our website at embersvenue.com or emberstation.com. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love all this. Any other things that you want our listeners to know that we didn't touch on? Oh, yes. So I know, hopefully you'll be hearing from our lead bartender here soon, (laughs) but he is award-winning for the state. And he just makes, I know, I'm just like, like to flaunt that a little bit. It's one of his mixed drinks. We'll talk about it with him, but I'm like, you know, I'm having it right now and it is damn good. Uh I actually love that you tout him like that. It, it makes me happy to see that because, like you said, the first time we were here, you said he's so shy and he won't tell you. He this. will not tell you all that. I'm like, can we get a whole like banner put up? And he's like, no, no. We're not. And I'm like, no, seriously, you want for the freaking state? Stuff going on, I, no, I'll put a tattoo it on my face. Yeah. Like, look what I did, y'all. Yes. Like, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, and he's also written a book about bartending, which I think is, uh, I'm gonna. Apple Apple Books, I think it's like one of the top five books for Apple, like bartending. So he's just like kicking it, but he would never tell you that. But he's this amazing cocktail artist uh, at the end I'll of the day. I'll Google it and find out the exact th- thing, and I will bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Because like that is, that's such an awesome thing to have yes. done. Yeah. Yeah. So we just have that. It's so, a little fun fact. Yeah. So the craft bar, that's his baby? That's his baby, and yeah. are you more the menu Yeah, so definitely. I'll work with the menu side. I also work with the event side. So my background is events. I've done that for years. And so that's my passion point. I will talk floor plans with you all day long. I'll geek out on it. We'll just have a great time. (laughs) So yeah, and we'll talk food. And like I said, like working with some of our local farmers to working with our lead cook. And she is like amazing. She's so fun. She's like, I cook in color. I'm like, whatever you need to do. (laughs) So she wants to make sure they're balanced color plays and flavors. Oh, that's... such a good thing. Yeah, so she just wants to really make sure that everyone's having a very enjoyable, and all our other assistant cooks are just right on point. So we're very fortunate, yeah. really, for that being in a small town. It's really to awesome, because yeah. so many restaurants have so many struggles with staffing ever since, mm-hmm. what, 2020, all of 2020. Yes. And since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I'm feel, I feel very fortunate for them. You know, people are just... We just want our employees to be happy, really, at the end of the day. Just be happy. If you don't like it, that's fine. It's cool. You know, we can find some other spot that's good for you, but we want people that are excited to be here. We want just to be relaxed and enjoy the space. That's very similar to Darren's sentiment about running his restaurant. Yeah. He wants everyone to be happy, and, like, if you want to grow, you can. Mm -hmm. And if you're not liking what you're doing, you can do something else. I just want you to be stoked to come to work. Very good. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. And that That's was great. our first impression when we walked in the first time from oh, from the bartender who acted like he knew us forever, yes. you know. Dude, for sure. I would talk to that guy <laughs> like I had talked to one of my really good friends. Like, man, I just met you. Like, it, yeah. yeah. He said these really 
And also, he had very comforting eyes, which could have been a thing. <laughs> he, he did, man. He, he, he does, yeah. I can appreciate that. That's, then, that's what we look for, comforting eyes. Comforting eyes. That's I was like, excuse me, when we do our post, we would like a bartender with comforting eyes. Yeah, no, that's good. That's, yeah, I love I that. absolutely understand. That's, that's the way I'm going to list it. I'm going to look for that. Thank you. Thank you for that. That was a good way Maybe of putting time. it. Yes. Oh, airplane. What if you can hear it? I'm sure you can. There's an airplane going right now. Yeah. Where, where do you think they're going? Uh, we so do the, have the local airport. We passed the we coming went, in. We went past. I saw Jasper County Airport. I'm like, Jasper County Airport? Uh-huh. Like, where, are they, where are they going from here? Oh, yeah. So it's just right outside. And then we have people come in, fly in. You know, have you heard about that, like, hamburger? They fly in and get, grab a, a meal, and they'll come look at our artwork. It's crazy. So we have people that God, fly that's in. that's cool. I wonder what yeah. that kind of life is like. Right? You're like, I'm just going to go fly somewhere for the day and get that's something so to eat. so different than my life. <laughs> but no, they'll come in and we'll meet some of those people. And they'll come to see a lot of our, our downtown artwork, our mural work. Oh, yeah. That's like a huge thing here. Yeah. So, and we do have some international renowned artists, which is crazy. Um, and people, yeah, they fly in just to see their see the work and what's happening. And we do a mural fest every summer. And we're always adding to it. But we're probably one of the most condensed mural artists area within this probably the state if definitely northern indiana uh, it's gotta yes. be true it's probably statewide yeah yeah so it's just kind of crazy and but yeah names people know yeah. they really if they're really in kind of into mural art walk around so but yeah, yeah they'll come in get a drink or cocktail or food and so we're lucky yeah so welcome to jasper county airport when you get a plane let me know <laughs> on a flight. i will and we'll we'll go we'll fly wherever you want we'll drink mimosas and we'll land wherever and eat <laughs> get our hamburger whatever we need to get yeah. we'll find a bartender with comforting eyes and that's our criteria it'll be a good time. Comforting. so uh one last question for yes. you um, when you go out to eat in the 219 area oh code, do you have a favorite spot that you yes. like to go to? Oh, my gosh. There's a few spots. Ooh, Definitely. Them all. Oh, gosh. Um, Proveco. We That's love. mine, too. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. I can't believe that place exists in anywhere <laughs> right? in Indiana. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Nowhere just, in Indiana deserves that place. I feel like we can just sit down, have a great meal, great cocktails, super relaxed, and then... Um, ricochet tacos of course you know oh. we that's we were just there a couple weeks ago again good drinks just solid food more casual which i like because some days you just want to just relax and just have a taco it is, it's and a casual but it's uh it's an ele- elevated punk rock taco joint which i love and that's <laughs> that's got my name written all over yeah. it yeah and so and then i do you know i am pescatarian so it's great to go places i can get those kind of options oh, so that's one yeah. thing too here we do try because i am pescatarian so sure. we do have like a full range of different dietary needs if needed so important. i feel like i could embrace being pescatarian and be super cool with it because i love fish more than anything in the oh world. Oh my gosh. I was just going to say I'm for those of us. You know what that term is. I'm very impressed. Uh, for yeah. those of us that don't know, could you tell it's us what that is? a vegetarian that also eats seafood. That's exactly what it is. Vegetarian okay. seafood, and yeah. I could easily cut all meat out of my diet except seafood and not be bummed about it. Maybe here and there I'd be like, oh man, I would love to have a cheeseburger or something. But mm-hmm. I go, oh, I can replace it with, you know, a lox bagel and that's tight. Totally good. Yeah. So we do look at that. We have gluten-free. We got vegan. We have pescatarian. We have vegetarian. We have a lot of good meat options, too. So don't you worry. <laughs> so we are still are in Indiana. No, we understand that. Yeah. Restrictions. I eat whatever, anytime. I'm in. But I, I feel like I would be okay with that. Yeah. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you could do okay with that, too, actually. 
I do. I do love seafood. I and, love seafood. I fish love, love, yeah. love, love vegetables. Yeah. I love vegetables. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could, you know what? Maybe I'll try it for a while. Just going to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. maybe at the beginning of the year. I want to be that person and make the start of this year. I'm changing my diet. And then You're come like, like the next week of January, I'm at, you know, Arby's. You're like, I'm just getting this roast beef. Yeah. But I, I could. I think I could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Very good. Okay. Well, I think this is a good time to take a break. Okay. Very good. Anything else before? No. All right. Well, all. cool. Yeah. All right. We're back. There's, uh, there's new people here. We are back with Ryan. How you doing? Who is co-owner, and you are in charge of the craft bar menu. The bar is very important to me and to a lot of your listeners, I presume. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> At least it better be. And your better half touted your talents and said that you are state award-winning mixologist. Was that correct terminology? Yeah, I created my own uh, organization, and I, um, I'm champion of that organization, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you liked you? No, li- I've won a I've won a competition or two, right? But yeah. uh, nonetheless, it's just fun to uh, create cocktails, right? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you also have a high-ranking bartending book. On the Apple charts, I hear. I have personally purchased 372 copies of it myself, <laughs> right. <laughs> and what is the name of that book? I love this. Uh, the name of the book is Imbibism. And yes, it's on the Apple Store right now. Uh, after I uh, find a couple typos, I'll put it on the uh, Amazon Store. Okay. Solid. Super. Yeah, once you correct all the typos, that's when you go to the uh, Amazon Store. You start in the minor leagues, which is the Apple Store. Minor leagues, make, yeah. yep, make sure uh, no sentence fragments get untouched, and then you go to Amazon. Beautiful. <laughs> so that'll be able uh, to be bought for Christmas? Absolutely. Okay, great. Great, great. great. Ooh, and I'll, you know, I'll would, sign uh, any like iPad. that book for Christmas? Either one of my parents would like that. For sure. They would. For sure. I got them that one. I forget what it was called, <laughs> but they loved it. Anyway. Now, there are some naughty words in the book, so <laughs> let's let me be careful well, which parents you give them my to. My mom knows me, and yeah. uh, she's very fucking familiar with how I talk. <laughs> okay, so. that word's in there a few times. All good. Don't worry. <laughs> a few dozen. So, we have this here. You what can't see this? it. I don't know why I'm holding it up, because this yep. is a microphone, not a camera. All right, listeners, uh, close your eyes and imagine Italian Amaro straight from Milan, Italy. It's a bittersweet, kind of like you, maybe. Maybe you're a little sweet. Maybe you're a little bitter. This liquid is nectar of the gods for Ned Bronca. God, this dude's the sickest. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, man. Cheers to you. Let's do it. Cheers to you. Fucking hell. Mm hmm. Oh, oh. That's a lot out. like um, mouthwash and grass clippings. Okay, okay. So it's treating you well. It is. I don't. I feel like I'm supposed to hate it, but I don't. No, absolutely not. I mean, your initial reaction might be shock, but um, it was. by the time it hits your sternum, it's a complete uh, orgasm. Solid. Has it, has, it re- has it reached the uh, sternum yet? I'm very warm here. Okay, yep, that's your orgasm. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh, I'm so yep. sick. And uh, you didn't have to fake that one. Very true. <laughs> This came up uh, in a conversation we had with your wife about Malort, mm-hmm. and uh, I, that is definitely on the same plane. Uh, in the sense that they're both bizarre, sure, they don't taste anything alike. 
Mogor tastes like burning band-aids, and this tastes like grassy mouthwash. Yeah, very mouthwashy. Like, you're I, ready to go kiss your the love of your life after doing this shot. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> 32 herbs and botanicals from every continent uh, except for Australia. There's nothing apparently they liked in Australia. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I, I like this. I <laughs> yeah, keep that, my lord, in Chicago. We're in Indiana. We're uh, we're a little more classy down here, and so is Fernet Bronca. <laughs> I got a little bit more of this to go. <laughs> Make sure you take a picture of that bottle so because people will be asking will. you. And we're also here with Danny. Hi. And Danny, what, what do you do here at Embers? Um, I'm the head server. The head server. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? Um, well, I've been here five and a half years now. Um, I just got the head server promotion like last month, a month and a half ago. Yeah. Cool. Good for you. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, she was promised it four years ago, but it's finally <laughs> in writing. <laughs> Sometimes in this industry, I get it. <laughs> So then you are the one that came in and relieved Preston that we met earlier? Yes. Okay, okay, super. So one server with a super stick fit to another one. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And what is your favorite item on the menu? Um, I really like the Green Goddess pizza and uh, the station wings. Yeah, right. and what's what's on the Green Goddess? Um, it has a pesto and ranch base, some chicken, tomatoes, little cheese, mushroom, and some onion. Yeah, and it's the really station? Good. The station wings, yeah. It's our special sauce uh, on the wings over a bed of rice. Okay. Is this like a quiz type of situation you're doing? No, here? I mean, uh, she serves everything. So. No, I mean, I get it. I do that yeah. with the servers at Ricochet sometimes. I'm like, hey, what is this? And they're like, you, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. okay, fair enough. And literally, all three of us don't know any of this stuff, so it could be all wrong. I don't even know. <laughs> 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 like, yeah, and, right. <laughs> and now, um, Ryan, um, what was the drink that I ordered for Larry? It was the. Yeah, that was uh, so. That was our um, current gin drink called Indiana for the Winter. It's designed to be for those of us left behind. Ooh, me! Nice. Yeah, we were all left behind, and uh, all those retired folk end up going to Florida or California. Well, around here, they just go to Florida. So uh, this drink was developed for the rest of us who has to suffer through this naughtiness of cold and Indiana winters are messed up, man. And what did you think about your drink, Larry? I am a big gin person. Gin's my go-to always, um, and I was a huge fan of it. Huge fan. Alright, so, so hashtag gin martini, right? Uh, gin martini for the win. Who does vodka? Listeners, don't do vodka. Martini's supposed to be gin. <laughs> I agree with that. I agree. Any, everything is supposed to be gin. And then how many beers did you have on draft? Was it like five or six I saw? Uh, we have six on draft. Six. Yes, absolutely. And so we like to keep the focus on uh, Indiana and the surrounding states. Uh, we have we represent Michigan, Illinois, a uh, little bit of Ohio every now and then, a sprinkle of Ohio. That's all any of us really want. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so our main focus here, of course, are whiskey, cocktails in general. But naturally, it's 2022, and it's a, it's a beer world still. So... Yeah. Uh, we always have the kids' menu available to the beer drinkers. <laughs> Did you have some platform where you have your amazing personality projected on? Because you are fantastic. Yes, sir, my mirror. He has TikTok. <laughs> Does, do you really? I do, yeah. I, so my son is uh, apparently a TikTok sensation with this really silly VR game. 
So I decided about six months ago that I will show him up and I will gain more followers than him Have and you? be and not even close. <laughs> he's at nine. He's at ninety thousand. I mean, he had a three year head start. I mean, okay. I'm, I was a little too young for TikTok at the time. So now that I've matured into it, uh, I started about six months ago and I've got I've got fifteen k followers. Uh, That's oh. still pretty considerable. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure how many of them are real, uh, but uh, the numbers don't lie. <laughs> Ever. Like, numbers Every never number lie. or statistic you've ever seen is factual. Yes, I've, I've learned in all my data analysis days, uh, you just write something down and it's believable. <laughs> <laughs> this is way too Four much Four out fun. of three people agree. <laughs> See? The numbers don't lie, y'all. What do you got next, man? Anything? Because I'm uh, just, you have notes, I'm just rambling. No, I didn't have any notes for the bar because okay. that's more your expertise. I just drink more than you. True. Is that what you were getting at? Yeah, okay, well, fair enough. in well, a nice way, way I was to, saying Way to make that. it sound like I'm not just a lush piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you. Well, what's your favorite cocktail here? I, so, there are two drinks that I hate to make for guests that are not in front of me. That's okay. the margarita and that's the martini because there are just so many variations of both. Sure. Uh, technically, there's only two different margaritas. However... We've got these Applebee's of the world that uh, just sugarize everything, right? And some yes. people simply expect a margarita to be super sweet, even though traditionally it's not one. And then the martini, I mean, my goodness, uh, dry, wet, dirty. There's a lot of variations to a martini as well. But having said that, outside of a nice crisp shot of this bittersweet, fine nectar of the gods for Net Branca, I am a big fan of a gin martini, but I do it my own way as well. Um, gin okay. as a base. Uh, every martini in the world, write this down, people, should have three ounces of alcohol in it. So you have, some people will do two to one ratio, uh, depending on how much vermouth they want. I use the fortified wine uh, Lille Blanc okay. as my vermouth. And I do a five-to-one ratio of a London Dry Gin to the Lille Blanc. And I also put a little bit of the uh, expressly oils of a lemon on top. Ah. And then one dash of orange bitters. And I know a lot of purists don't like the bitters, but one little dash never hurt anybody. So ah. if it's Saturday night, I'm done bartending, that's my nightcap. Purism is stupid. <laughs> In most regards. Evolve or die, bitches. <laughs> For real. And now, Danny, what is your favorite drink here? Um, I, I like the barrel-aged old-fashioned. I'm a whiskey girl. Hard-ass. <laughs> Very cool. It was a beautiful picture. Who does your pictures that were on the uh, pop-up where you had to scan the barcode to get the drink list? I think those are mine. I think they are. Yeah, they're mine. You do a good job well, with the pictures you. of the drinks, too. Nice, man. Yeah. You know, I make the drinks feel comfortable, and uh, they just kind of undress in front of me. <laughs> Sick. Now, are, do you and Janelle live here in Rensselaer? We do. We, we do. do. Uh, we're both a little superstitious, and uh, we have some issues with uh, the current state of events, so we just bought a bunker, and we live underground. <laughs> <laughs> We've done, this is our 50th episode of the show. There's never been a segment with someone who is so just a delight to hear speak. Uh, well, I'm... No one like, has ever literally called me a delight. <laughs> you are a delight. There's, uh, I'm taking you home. Like, um, 
this is, how do I word this? There's like a, a thin, rusty layer of snarkiness to this. <laughs> and it's <laughs> emphasizing on the rusty. Not sure why. <laughs> it sounds appropriate. I'm a little aged. And I <laughs> just, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but it's, I love this. Oh, well, thanks fantastic. for thanks for being here. It's, it's lovely that you guys made the trek down here. I mean, uh, you were here. Uh, I think it was during the summertime, and right? We were finishing up a meal we did there for an episode, and went, well, let's pop here and have a drink. And everyone was just unreasonably kind. Oh, and I'm like, yes. why, why are y'all so nice? Why is a place this cool and Rensselaer? What's going on? Yeah, oh. that's my only regret. Is it isn't closer to home. Yeah, I would would hang out here all the time. I would, too. You know, it's funny. uh, Like, all of my friends that are, uh, you know, you're considered more urban. We are, of course. But especially, like, all my friends from Chicago, they always tell me, like, every time I'm like, why do I keep visiting you? Their response is, the drive to you is longer than the drive to us. Meaning we're accustomed to driving to the city. We're accustomed to driving to Maryville, True. Lafayette, wherever. True. But the uh, but uh, you urbanites up there aren't used to the I-65 like we are. Mm-hmm. True, that's exactly. True. Um, we're conditioned. I spent my entire 20s in Chicago. And if I heard something was like, you know, four miles away, I'm like... I'm not going that far. Like, that's so far. It's like three neighborhoods from here. I have to take two trains. I'm not going there. Um, but now it's like, I'm like, oh, that I can get there in like eight minutes. Let's go there. Yeah. So wild how that works. And we're down here. We're like, oh, it's only a four mile walk. Whatever. <laughs> it's true. It's true, man. Living in the city is weird. Yeah. It's fun, but it's weird. We love to travel to it. I think that's the cool thing about Rensselaer is, uh, and I always tell my brides this, uh, that go to the Enver's venue uh, for weddings and consultations and such. We're in the middle that's of nowhere. That's my brides, and I'm like, yeah. oh, we have to elaborate a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, a, that's another story for another day. <laughs> but no, we have, uh, uh, Rensselaer's in the middle of nowhere, but the center of everywhere. Like, we're right. literally in the middle of between Maryville, Lafayette, Chicago, Indy, uh, Milwaukee, Cincinnati, and you can also throw Louisville in the mix there. I mean, like, it's uh, so often we'll get brides and grooms and weddings of 200 people that's never been to Rensselaer before because sure. the bride's a southerner and the groom's a northerner or vice versa, and they just look for that middle point, yeah. and that's exactly where we're at. Janelle brought that up, too. Now, we talked about entertainment that you bring in here. Who... Or which one of you is more prone to book the entertainment that comes into? It used to be me, but now it's her. Oh, yeah, yeah interesting. Just, uh, yeah, after the pandemic, I uh, just uh, I retired from that. <laughs> unless, unless you know, I, I get a bug that uh, makes you're busy writing books right. and uh, winning competitions. <laughs> huh? maybe, maybe the books more than the competitions. <laughs> I told her earlier when she was out here, there had. I hate a lot of music, and I'm an asshole. Okay. Um, I have not wanted one song to be skipped yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love all of this. And it's a very eclectic mix of lots of different stuff, but it's all quality and good, and I can always appreciate that. Well, I, I appreciate that, too, because this is a very, I mean... I'm a bit of a music snob myself. Danny, cool. Danny's uh, nodding her head and laughing. Yeah, of course. I am, because uh, I would sneak lots of songs onto the playlist when he wasn't paying attention. And then he like, would, what would you sneak on Um, I did sneak in some Justin Bieber. Oh, that fucking Not song. Because, <laughs> but what listen, song? It, it grew on you, though. What song was it? Yummy. 
Okay, I have really strong feelings about this. I won't rant about Justin Bieber too long. Don't worry. <laughs> Justin Bieber was a little shit child, and then he got older. He started doing drugs and making models, and he made some like solid music for a while. And, it's <laughs> and like, then it became cool. It's like, like Purpose and Beyond. It's all pretty good, man. Like I don't. It's, it's not bad, but it's it's it grew on him. Movie. It grew on him, and he cannot deny it. <laughs> it did, and then I got sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's Fair. so so the music li- the the playlist was started. Uh, I fell off a ladder, and okay. uh, I broke some ribs and bruised some internal stuff. Nice. Uh, but uh, during my bedridden state, I couldn't contribute to the finalization of some of the construction here. So my contribution was curating a playlist. So I was just on Apple all day, just thinking of songs and finding songs. And it was a perfectly curated mix of uh, diverse, everything in no particular order for all you old XRT fans. That was one of our slogans I used to love. And then uh, this chick comes around and uh, completely sends my playlist to a 180 with his Justin Bieber and such. So. It was a one-time thing. There wasn't any more added than that. But there were a couple other songs that I would you know, sneak in there too. I can't even think of them. There's the a Billie Eilish you put on there five times. That was on accident. I didn't know that he already five had times. it on there. Same song? <laughs> no. I was amazed how often it came on. Like Usually a song does not come on twice in a day because it's about... Like what, forty eight <laughs> hours of music out there? I only added it one time. You also, I can tell you are a music snob because you you mentioned using Apple and not Spotify. It I, sounds better. See, I feel like that shows my age. I feel like my younger friends love Spotify, and I'm the grandpa using Apple. But I don't know. What do you think? I use Apple Music because you can stream at a higher quality. Okay, there we go. Um, the same the same library is there. Yeah, but it sounds better. Cost the same. Give me that. Give me the better sounding one. I don't care. And I feel like it's just cleaner. I mean, not just the sound, but just the appearance. Oh, the, cleaner, the, the UI simpler, is cleaner for sure. Yeah. yeah, all that. Apple Music over Spotify, everybody. Try it. I'm just going to interject here and say that our podcast is on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And Google and iHeart everywhere. Right. You know what? I understand why people like uh, Spotify, I right? do use Spotify yeah. exclusively for listening to podcasts. Right. Just because I've been using it for like forever Yeah. for that, but... That's it. I don't listen to music on okay, Spotify. Okay, so now let's, let's cut good. that again this time. I understand why people use iHeartRadio. <laughs> and stop. I understand why people use Google. Exactly. Yeah, okay, so there's our four cuts for the four cuts. Perfect. So thank you, every platform, for existing. There's too many of you. Except you, iHeartRadio. Fuck you. For real. Like, I don't know anyone that uses it. I don't. I mean, go to MySpace. Go to I wish radio. I could. Yeah. <laughs> I miss it. After tonight, you'd be one of my top five. Remember, you can arbitrarily rank your friends online. Well, that's what your, that was your top like, five was, right? Like, imagine how hellish that would be now with how toxic the internet is today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a nightmare, and I want, I want that chaos in my life. Bring it. <laughs> I'm going to rank all my friends online tonight and be like, huh. See, you know, just go on social media, like all your platforms, and just say, "Hey, everybody, this is my top five now," and just rate your top five friends and post it for everybody. Yeah. And then when they message you, just say, "Oh, you were number six. Oh yeah, sorry, didn't make the cut. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> number six. We probably should talk about food because that is what we do. Well, he's here for the drink portion. <laughs> we're talking about MySpace. <laughs> I love this though. This is a. I'm very in my element here though. Derailing and talk about nothing. It's my life. I'm super good at this. Yeah, let's bring it back to the topic. Nah. <laughs> All right, fine. The yin and the yang. <laughs> that is, we are that. You are very organized and proper, and I am a drunk idiot, like I always say. <laughs> so let's talk about something you have. We haven't brought up. What? 
What is your favorite thing about this venue? I, well, I mean, obviously, uh, the bar is my baby, and uh, people come here for the drinks, and uh, they come here, they know the food's mediocre, but they're here for the drinks. Uh, it's not <laughs> nice, and it's not right. But what I do love about the food side of things here is, uh, you know, it's all about points of difference. Anybody can just open up a bar, bistro. Uh, sure. Anybody can have microwaves, ovens, fryers, all that. Anybody but can have barnwood and corrugated metal on their walls. <laughs> exactly. I get what you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. And But what I love about this space is uh, we wanted to be a difference of something that can be unusual for people, especially in a rural community. And that starts and ends with a brick oven. I mean, people didn't know what a brick oven is. They still don't know what a brick oven is. Uh, they're like, where's the French fries? Well, it's <laughs> can't really put those in a brick oven. Do you have a deep fryer? No. No deep fryer. Shit, yeah. No microwave. Yeah. Is a brick oven the only, like, cooking orifice in there? It is. Uh, That's we are, so cool. We feel like cooking reached its climax in the 16th century. So, therefore, sure. we're going to cook like it's the 16th century. So did everything. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> everything was better back then. <laughs> but uh, like the old that, world though. cooking is so cool. And, you know, it's funny. Before we chose to do a brick oven... Uh, the one thing we all agreed on is no more pizza. Like, <laughs> Rensselaer has, I think, last time I counted, 124 pizza places in a population. Every <laughs> business in Rensselaer is a pizza joint. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, even houses have a sign on their wall, pizza here. Uh, so, um, it's true, we, I stopped we, at one. <laughs> so we decided anything but pizza. But <laughs> things happened. Things happened. And uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, uh, pizzas are synonymous with brick ovens, right? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, pizzas came from Italy. Brick ovens came from Italy. At least that's what Wikipedia told me. And this came from Italy. Exactly. I'm We're so that Italian bottle, with not way, being y'all. Italian. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we have to have uh, pizza with a brick oven. So people know us for that. But as Danny mentioned, like her favorite menu item is a green goddess. It's a very unusual pizza. It's true. Yeah, I mean, we're not, uh, we're not, uh, what's that uh, Pizza Hut thing, that uh, Book It? Yeah, I mean, we're not the, book it. the we're not the Book It of uh, getting a cheese pizza. Did you pizza. lie on your Book It? Oh, every fucking time. I was like, go ahead and tell me you did, and I know you're lying right <laughs> oh, now. absolutely. For sure. <laughs> I completely read the back of the book. <laughs> I, I just looked at books, and I'm like, I wrote, I read this one. I wrote it down, and I went and got the lunch buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so many, uh, so many little little cheese pizzas that uh, were so illegal for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got so much stuff from Pizza Hut that I wasn't supposed to get. You know, you and I are both going to go to Pizza Hell where we have to work at a Pizza Hut <laughs> to pay our pendants for lying about Book It. I wouldn't imagine that that would take that long to pay off in the end because <laughs> I feel like a six-year-old's couple weeks worth of pizza isn't that much pizza. We could probably do that in like a shift. Well, we came from the rural community. We did book it up till uh, college. That's true. I stopped, that's, I stopped that's, book it two weeks ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only way to get us to read was to give us pizza <laughs> our entire lives. Oh, God, that's exactly what it is. That is pathetic. <laughs> so we asked Janelle the same question. I'm going to ask you the same question. When you go out to eat in the 219 area code, what is one of your favorite places that you like to hit? I love the resurgence of Crown Point. Yeah, exactly. It's it's funny. Like, uh, I felt like Crown Point kind of hit its peak in the 90s, and then Valparaiso took over. 
and I feel like it's back at Crown Point again. It is, absolutely. And I feel uh, like it's a battle. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's like a very healthy when one, too. Yeah, when Valpo does something, Crown Point does it. When Crown Point does something, Valpo does it. And they're, they're it very is a very healthy competition. Sure, but I will always have a very soft spot for Crown Point. I do love Crown Point. He lives in Crown Point, and I live in Valpo, so okay. we have, we have so that you have we have that little rivalry. Yeah. And we're better than you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know that's the beauty of it. Cause I, th- I do think Crown Pointians and Valparaisians <laughs> Valparaisians, Valparaisians, like whatever you want to call yourselves. But I love the healthy rivalry you guys have because that makes you both better. Yeah, yeah right? totally. Yeah. But we actually are. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget it. Well, we've talked about this on the show before. And we'll never stop because we're yeah. better. Yeah, <laughs> I do feel like the Crown Point food scene's a little bit better, but there are rays of hope in Valpo that we've experienced. There, that's true. There's Valpo has ah uh, Valpo has Minutrina. Crown Point's got Perfecto. Oh, and hands down, that's my favorite. Like it's and, there's nothing better in the whole state. And Valpo has Esca. I was going to say Crown Point's got Ricochet. Uh, Valpo has the OG Ricochet. Wait, Valbrazo's Ricochet too, right? Yeah. yeah the first yeah, one yeah, was there. Yeah. Okay. The Crown Point Ricochet's only been there. How long have we been there? Two years? Three years? Something like that. Because I feel like Crown Point has more parody. Like, uh, much different uh, ethnicic... Ethnicity... God damn, that's a hard word. Ethnic. No. <laughs> Something like that. Food with ethnicity. Oh, my God. Well, I guess downtown Crown Point, like on the square... I'm so rural white. Uh, I got there's you. not yeah, much... Ethnic. Is <laughs> uh, like, that the word? I don't know. Most most of the food on the square is primarily like bistro type of stuff. But I feel that the diversity of Crown Point food is much greater than diversity of Valparaiso food. I feel like there's too much of the same in Valparaiso, albeit good. But um, I like that point of difference. I think Crown Point has the parodies there. We don't have a good Mediterranean spot in Crown Point. Okay. And we need one desperately, desperately. Somebody please open one because I can't afford it. You're, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I grew up with a Greek family. My uh, best friends, uh, they're, they're from uh, Kalimos, the island oh, of sure. Kalimos. And just the food. My God, unbelievable. Um, Pastizio, great holiday mm. dish. Like, I love Greek food. You introduced me to that. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. And Crown Point, actually, at Pappas. <laughs> uh, Nisi Greek Taverna in Cherville. That's the place to go for that. Okay, oh. okay. That was really good. And yeah. uh, Athenian just closed. Yeah, which is a one of our first podcasts, they That's just true. closed their doors. It was, uh, where was that? Where Abuelos used to be in Maryville. Okay. Yeah. was an awesome Greek spot for about a year. Mm-hmm. So, Danny, over. I'm going to ask you the same question. In the 219, what's one of your favorite restaurants that you like to go it is a hard question. <laughs> we usually do a lot of like faster food because we have a lot of little kids. I eat fast food too. I love it. Um, I love it. Yeah. I, so date night when you don't have the kids. We usually come over here. <laughs> like honestly. That. Oh, sure that's awesome. That. How often? How many times have we gone into Ricochet to have dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, that's awesome. You know, close. It's half um, off. I never get tired of the food. Like I, I serve it all the time. I eat it all the time. I like it so. Why change up? Yeah. <laughs> what I like. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I get it. How often does the menu change here? The food changes quarterly. And then the uh, alcohol side, um, we try to change the cocktails monthly. But, you know, sometimes things happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. sure. But yeah. I feel like in a, from a bar standpoint, 
the perspective is probably a lot more lax and you can probably get away absolutely, with that. Absolutely, absolutely. It is much easier to change a bar menu than a food menu, For undoubtedly. For sure. Um, but the same, the same amount of effort and passion and creativity and heart has to go in regardless. It's tricky. You know, it is. Uh, you know, I see the girls uh, always uh, playing with food items and different, bringing different things in, seeing combinations and oh, such. Sure, and sure. I mean, the bar is the same. Like the culinary world and the bar world have to be perceived the same way. If totally. any bartender doesn't see the similarities of which, they're probably just not doing it right. You got to realize, true, uh, you, you know, you've got your base spirits, you got your vodka, tequila, gin, whiskey, and such. Uh, and you have your main proteins. You have chicken, pork, uh, beef. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. You've got your seasoning. Yeah, absolutely. Seasonings, uh, salt, pepper, and all the uh, miscellaneous ones. In bar world, you got bitters. Uh, you got the side dishes and food. You've got the liqueurs and alcohol. If you look at those similarities, they're they're there, and it's just as much fun to play with both. That's such a cool perspective of that. I love that. It's also in my book, Imbibism, available <laughs> on uh, Apple Books. <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to get it. Yeah. I'm, especially now that I know how fucking cool you are. <laughs> we'll have to come Ooh, down. Bronca ha- is going to the head. We'll have to come down and have you autograph our books oh, no, when we get that. Oh, no, it takes more than that to be sappy and weird. <laughs> I just so this is the so. one thing that I think stands out about your drinks for me. Uh, those who have listened to our podcast know that I'm when I go out to to eat and drink and whatever my standard if I'm not having something fancy is a blue moon okay and it pisses me the hell off when they do not have oranges to go with a blue moon ah. which it's is like surprisingly hand in hand. pretty common that's why I'm ordering you, you, the like, damn blue moon it's really strange like he'll get one and he's like oh can I get an orange like oh we don't have oranges and I'm like fucking why exactly it's why not that hard why do you have hard. a business so you do podcasts underneath bridges then is that what it is <laughs> is that where you get these restaurants because every bar has to have oranges they Actually, don't most of the places we do on the show that doesn't happen it's just it's just shitty places that we go out to to get drunk okay gotcha yeah 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 All right. it's more yes. than you think though it's true but Even, the two we times the American Legion and Lowell when they had oranges for your yeah. <laughs> but the two times I've been here I've been impressed with the fresh fruit that they're cutting that they're you know using in the drinks and it it just amplifies that experience up to Agreed. another level. Oh, fresh fruit. If you're using sweet and sour mix, you're just you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, fresh fruit always wins. The brightness uh, in any cocktail. I mean, most cocktails will have an acidity component to it, right? Sure. Yeah. Whether it be a lime, a lemon, an orange. Usually not as much orange. More like lemon and lime are the two big citrus yes. uh, acids that are in cocktails. But you also have grapefruit. Uh, if you don't go fresh with all four of those, uh, just start. You need to start. Right? Just start. Yeah, just <laughs> fucking do it. And, like, oh, the yeah. fruit is mad available. It's yeah. so easy to get it. Yeah, I mean, they grow in grocery stores. <laughs> they grow in the grocery store, actually, in the back. That's the source of all fruit. Absolutely. <laughs> just request uh, them to pick it up in the back room. He's very passionate about the fruit. He wakes up super early every morning just to juice all those oranges and lemons and limes That's for so everyone. Cool. So, and I didn't work yesterday, and I was here. just bitching to Danny like nobody fucking did that yesterday. They did it. You want to get in there just some food? <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good time to take a break okay. and uh, good, maybe a bathroom break. Have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, so y'all. We appreciate Danny, and we appreciate Ryan. 
for very much ha- so. having us and hosting us and um, relaying your business to our listeners. Hey, thanks for making the trip down to Rensselaer. We appreciate you guys. I love being in Rensselaer. Oh, thank I, you so much. I'm always much. so yeah. impressed when I come here because I'm like, how was this in this? It's just a cool little town that's in around nothing. I don't, I'm rambling. I don't understand yeah. it, but. So just, just really a quick side note. <laughs> so just a quick side note. When I was growing up, the first thing that you thought of in Rensselaer was St. Joe College. Right. So what is going on with that property now for those of us that don't live here? Yeah, so uh, just to catch people up if they don't know about St. Joseph's College, uh, it's been around since 1865, and then uh, about five and a half years ago it did end up going bankrupt. So uh, they all kind of... (laughs) They... um, it all got disbanded, and right now there's one building being utilized by Ivy Tech for some nursing classes. So there's a little bit uh, going on there, but as a college, it is dead. It's uh, going to stay dead. Uh, no. there are it's going to op- stay dead. It's going to. Uh, <laughs> there are some optimists in the community that uh, feel like something will happen, but I don't know if as a Catholic school, I don't know if they believe in miracles, and that's why, but uh, it's... Mm-hmm. it's it's, it's a goner. Yeah. Uh, so we were a little worried, of course, during constructions when they announced it. So we were halfway complete with construction. Um, they announced that uh, they weren't going to make it. No more school, no more students, no more faculty, no more staff. In our business plan, that was about 35 40% of what we anticipated being our clientele. Sure. sure. So uh, we had to make a decision. We were thinking about maybe just stopping construction, just stopping it right there and just seeing sure. what may happen. Which, I mean, I get that. Yeah, I mean, it's like you look at our business plan of a town of 5,500 and uh, you create something a little unusual. It's not designed for the masses. I mean, anybody, of course, could come in here. We love everyone, but uh, we know know, 70% of our town's not going to come here. An upper upper crustiness to here where the the general population of this part of the state is going to be like, I don't know. Right. I, I totally understand what you mean. So, thankfully, the one thing that was not in our business plan was the highway traffic. We didn't anticipate as much, like, hotels. Uh, We have a couple hotels off the interstate that uh, their guests come here a lot. Uh, People don't like interstates as much as they used to, I guess, either. So, it's really fun to see people uh, just driving past. Yeah, interstates fell off, huh? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, I-65 is so 2005. It really is, man. I-60 2005 is what you should call it. Exactly. But at the same time, too, uh, people are now starting to realize that Rensselaer is the home of street art now. Like, there is no greater concentration of street art than anywhere in northwest Indiana or even statewide. Absolutely. And I love that. In two th- yeah, that's it's you know it's been a passion of mine since 2016. So when uh, Cameron Moberg came here to paint the large bird uh, that we're kind of sitting in front of right now, uh, we talked and talked about creating an art walk. And that's a pretty that's a pretty considerable name in mural art. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He won he won a competition on the Accident Channel Street Art Throwdown. Uh, he's a household name as far as yeah, I'm, well, street I'm artists just go. A big street art nerd. Yeah, yeah. And, um, that's that's pretty crazy. Oh, and some of the happened. people, yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, Cameron Moberg, we have Cobra, uh, Royal Dog, who uh, he did that mural in L.A. for uh, Kobe Bryant when he uh, died in a car. <laughs> in the, uh, Rensselaer, Indiana. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, it, yeah, people that? don't realize that, and the ones that do, uh, they come here. Yep. And having, I remember the first time I read that, I'm like, I'm reading this wrong. <laughs> There's no way this is factual. Right. And I and found when out. I'm like, is Holy that? Shit. When is that? 
Well, we have artists come every year. Uh, so ever since 2016, we've had a, like a mural week, basically, where artists come dude. in from all around the See world. Ya. Thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, nothing's in the books for 2023 yet, but uh, usually it kind of happens organically or uh, Cameron's like, hey, Ryan, why didn't you call me yet? Let's get this going. Okay, well, let's do it now. Yeah, exactly. But no, the business model that we started with the Rensselaer Art Walk was we want to be the most concentrated uh, amount of street art per capita anywhere in Indiana. And we literally are that. We have 46. Oh, absolutely. We have 46 murals all throughout downtown. Uh, from artists around the world, from Argentina, South Korea, uh, obviously North America, a lot of California represents. Sure. A little bit of Bronx, East Side. We're we're mid coast, so mid coast. Mid coast. Uh, <laughs> Sick, no, all, dude. <laughs> yeah, all over the place, uh, and it's so made like the diversity of artists that come in here is so profound as well. So Absolutely. it's just an enjoyment of seeing people light up when they know mural artists are coming. It's. You know they've got uh, we've got the uh, the fanboys and the fangirls waiting for them to come. That's so crazy. Well, if you here. think about it, when you know what what date that is, let us know oh, and absolutely. we can uh, relay that to our listeners. I would absolutely love mm-hmm. to come to that. And when they come to that, visit Embers in downtown Rensselaer. Yeah, absolutely, it'll be ground zero. Uh, you'll know where the artists will be taking their breaks. Sure. All right. Speaking yeah. of that, you want to? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, I appreciate you, dude. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for being down here. Absolutely. All right. It is currently just Greg and myself. Episode 50. Episode 50, season five. You know, every episode is so totally unique and different. Yeah. Yeah. I am a little concerned with a couple of things here. We are on a busy street corner. We are outside. This is probably a noisy one. Uh, it's fine. On location, man. We're chilling. Yeah, it can't be any more loud than the Ricochet one was. True. That one was loud. True. But I think I think that gives some ambiance to the podcast. True. I wonder if we're going to get flagged for music. Oh, I don't think well, there's so. There's whole length songs in here, a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't I'll, know. I'll add some noise gates and probably I'll be able to cut a little bit out anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, what's your what's your take on what anything of tonight? The venue was super cute. The venue side is absolutely gorgeous. The um, the owners of this place are the nicest people in the world. Yes, so um, so nice. I'm super stoked about all of this. Everything about it, I absolutely love it. I love it so much. Uh, we've been blessed that we didn't have uh, people in the igloo before us or after or us. Or after. We got the whole thing um, for the whole day. They're seating a party next to us right now. I kind of want to poke in, but like, hey, at y'all. 7 o'clock on the dot. If yeah. you guys want to talk about your meal, <laughs> one of you can come over. Uh, whichever one you use the coolest. <laughs> So right now they have three igloos and all three of them are being used on a Thursday night. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. And uh, if you didn't know, you would think you're inside. The temperature is perfect. Uh, it's well. At first, well, I was very warm, but I'm you know setting up and well, routing yeah. cables and this and moving yeah. around, and I'm wearing this big fuzzy fleece thing. So I'm like, it's too hot. I can't. But it's uh, it's great right now. It's wonderfully decorated. Um, it's very beautiful in here. 
There's a cute rug on the floor, so you're not on the brick patio, per se. They're really crushing this whole thing. They're yeah. doing an awesome job. I love everything about this company, this brand, the whole thing. The and people. like I said, it's uh, it's affordable for the average person. For a yeah. $100 bar and food bill, and you can have up to six people yeah, with you. Yeah, that's like two cocktails and an app yeah, a piece. Like, it's an insanely good deal. So here's something. We've been here before, and we had cocktails, and we loved it with uh, the Pretty Eyes guy and all that shit. Um, we've never had this food. We haven't. We were going to order that Seymour's thing, but we didn't think S- drinks. Say, say that again? Seymour's. Uh, that's how I say it. Seymour's. Seymour, mm. like Duncan? That doesn't mean anything to you. Okay, Seymour's. Mm. Yes. Like Skinner? Seymour Skinner? You know yeah. about him? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to Do you? Seymour's You know who Seymour Skinner is? I don't. Are you kidding? That's the principal from The Simpsons. Yeah. You? How do you not? Ugh. Okay. Did you take a picture of this shot? Did I take a picture of this shot? Yeah. Like I told oh, you. Oh, the bottle. Of the yeah. Bottle? yeah. This isn't on air stuff. Huh? We're do we're on air right now. Let's no, have... I know. I, I wanted you to take a picture of that. I will, man. Yeah, that was interesting. That shot. Yeah, dude. For real, when I said the grass clippings and mouthwash, that's dead on. Uh, it. Kind of is. <laughs> I felt like my mouth was like ready, you know, to go start the day. It was like minty fresh. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to get this in the morning after brush my teeth. I'm going to swish this around and then swallow it. Absolutely. Like 10 times. I think your take on the music is on point. It it's, wouldn't offend anybody. No, it's, it's just. N- it's at appropriate level. It's, it's not loud. It's every song is different, like different era, different vibe, different genre. It's everything's just been cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate so much music. And this is cool. Yeah, it's cool. And I did take some pictures of the records on the wall inside. And oh, the, I wanted to talk to him about that. The Shit. albums. Well, maybe one of them will come back. Yeah, on true. And we can talk, talk about well, it later. Um. I guess now we'll, uh, we're going to hang out. We're going to order our food and uh, and then be back eventually. I yeah, don't know. I don't we'll, know what's we'll, the plan. We'll tell you what we ordered and uh, what we thought about it. All right, y'all. All right. We just finished our first round appetizer. Actually, I think Greg is digging into some more of it right now. Anyway, what we started with was the smoked trout spread. This is one of the um, enhancement packages that you can have ordered ahead of time. Yeah, when you, they have some cool ones too, like mimosas and shit. Like, yeah, when you can, uh, when you reserve your igloo, you get a choice of uh, having this ready for you when you arrive. Uh, they had a dessert one, a charcuterie board, and like you said, we chose the smoked trout spread. <laughs> Sir. Anyway. Yeah, served on a beautiful plank of wood. Super nice presentation on there with like some uh, crostini type of toasted baguette bread, um, a little metal ramekin of these fantastic Italian olives. Um, the smokiness and the fish flavor balance out so well. It's not super fishy. And when you think of a smoked fish bread, you're probably thinking salmon most of the time. Um, the fishy flavor in trout versus salmon is, um, I don't want to say muted, but I think I kind of do. It's way, way, way less fishy than the smoked salmon spread. Mm. And it is really good. It's less smoky and less fishy. 
I don't know if I agree with you on that. It's very good. Oh, rare. But uh, it's what you expect in a, a a good fish spread. I loved it for sure. Yeah, I do too. We put a hurting I, on that too. I like. Well, there was a good dozen of these baguettes, and yeah. I, this is only my third. So you had like nine of them. There's no way that's true. Yeah, I wrote down there's a dozen baguettes, and this was my third. But that's okay. No, no. Don't say that shit live. <laughs> Fuck you. That means you enjoyed it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, I did not know they have triple X bottled root beer here. That's kind of cool. I'm not sure what that is. Triple X. We went there. It's that burger oh, spot in Lafayette in where Lafayette. you can't sit down. And people like lose their minds for it. And it's actually just okay. Yeah, it was just. It's fine. It's a yeah. fine burger. There's better burgers in Valpo even. Eric Bukrevsky. Yeah. But whatever. Oh, yeah. I wasn't super impressed with that when we were there, but... It's like that one time my mom texted me years ago, and she goes, do you want to go to Michigan for a burger? And I'm like, what? Why? Redimax? Yeah. Yeah. Redimax is... It's fine. Another overrated place. It's fine. It's just fine, y'all. It ain't that good of a burger. Get over yourself. Anyway, um, I did really like this smoked salmon. There's smoked trout spread. Very much. Very Mm -hmm. good. Um, flavor solid and the, the fishiness isn't overbearing and I'm very into that. Not something you're going to get everywhere. No, smoked trout spread's not something I've seen many times at all and I think that's really cool. I like that. It's kind of my new thing when we go out and we pick an appetizer and try to zero in on something we never had before Yeah, and um, or different. Actually, we could talk about some of their other appetizers they have even. Yeah, um, that'd be great. They have a, a beer cheese and pork nachos which isn't anything super crazy but uh... It's pretty cool. Uh, they got a chips and salsa, which is not super crazy either, but uh, they fire roast their tomatoes, I'm assuming, in that brick oven because it's the only cooking orifice they have, so it's probably awesome. And that, that fire roasted flavor in salsa is super necessary. Probably really good salsa. I was really kind of shocked when they said that. Yeah, I get No that. microwave, <clears throat> no deep fryer. Hmm. Oh, they also have a fire-roasted brie topped with red pepper jam and fresh blueberries served with crackers, apple slices, and uh, house-roasted nuts, which I'm very curious why the hell we didn't get, because that sounds super great. You can only get so much stuff. I mean, That's true. We have so much food coming out yeah. also. Um, uh, but uh, that winter-baked winter baked brie sounds pretty damn good to that me. That does sound good. I agree with you. Um, that's just a couple of the things. They have a lot of other stuff. Um their menu is very, very cool. I'm a big fan. Anyway, that's uh, that's the appetizer round. We'll uh, we'll check back in when we have uh, the rest of our stuff. So we had some soup just now, um, with some real hearty crackers. Yes, uh, Tuscan white bean soup of the day. Um, normally we would get. Oh shoot! I bumped my mic. We would get a little specific about what's in the soup, but um. We asked the soup of the day, and they just said Tuscan white bean, and I'm like, bring it. Yeah, it was chock full of stuff. It had the white beans and corn. Looks like uh, spinach or a kale in there. Mm-hmm. Some type of leafy green. I'm assuming spinach. Carrots and celery. It was very delicious. A lot of cheese on top. Served in a beautiful stoneware bowl with the saucer. Really, really nice plating here. And those long communion crackers that you call it. No, but they're like communion crackers covered in like birdseed. <laughs> so it's like if you, if you went to church uh, at uh, Home Depot, 
I guess that. I love these artisan crackers, though. It reminds me of those ones we had at Perea. Those Perea with crackers the lemon are rice. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we had similar crackers at uh, Trail Yard. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, super two, solid soup. Two for two so far. Two for two so far. We got more stuff coming out, and uh, we will uh, we'll keep checking back in. This is a completely different format than we normally do, but uh, rather than you hearing us crunching and slurping, we'll eat, and then we'll talk about it, and we'll break and repeat. So I'm in. Eat, break, and repeat. Eat, break, and repeat. We are back, so yeah. we have tried one, two, three, four, four different things now. Yes. And Larry, you have a drink that <coughs> Ryan sent out for you. He, and he did a long ramble about it, um, <laughs> if you remember just from a moment ago while listening. so It's, it's uh, a gin martini and not a vodka martini. Oh, yeah. He's and very passionate about uh, his was. gin martinis. <laughs> he was. Yes. So uh, that's when I said, you know what, purism is stupid. <laughs> we had that conversation. <laughs> so go and ahead and try a that. And drink. Let us know how you think. And even a Nick and Nora glass for you. <sighs> oh. <laughs> Descriptive. Sharp. Oh, yeah. Sharp. Citrusy. Oily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Somehow sweet and dry at the same time. Mm-hmm. I know that doesn't make any sense to anybody. I've also had two gin cocktails and a shot of purple gin. <laughs> so, and this. Do you want to try? I don't. I don't like gin. Um, you don't even know. Let's move on. And, let's talk um, about this food we had. Let's start. We already yeah. talked about the salmon spread right. we did. And, uh, and the Janelle soup. sent out a beautiful uh, brie platter. And it had those artisan crackers on it mm-hmm. with some nicely sliced apple, almost a whole apple. And let's talk about these nuts. I'm when I usually have <laughs> when let's I talk have about these nuts. I'm sorry. Larry. Come Dude, on. I had to, man. You said it. You would have too, stupid. <laughs> when when you usually are um, sent out nuts like this, they're usually like so sugary. Mm-hmm. And like candy, that, yeah. Yeah, like candied walnuts or pecans or whatever. What is on yours that gives them that mm, little, a little you, you secret don't want... <laughs> in there? <It's> like yeah. a... <laughs> we do a little sweet in it, but then we do a little like a hit of spice. It's like There's a, a thing, hot heat. Like a, yeah, yeah, like a, like a zap s- of something. Yeah, it's like it yeah. makes you want to go in and have more to try and figure it out. Fantastic. It's really good. Yeah, we house roast them. Uh, they come in just fresh, and then we just house roast to all our pecans, and we just. Make them to to what we know or what we feel would be a good complement to the dishes. Before and when you, you put say that, that again, it goes oh, back sorry. into that brick oven. Yes, so that is like just that roasted side. Um, like I said, we put a little sweet on there, but we also put a little spice yeah. in there, a little salty There's spice. A little yeah. Before to you it. put that giant slab of brie and that little cast iron, <laughs> yeah. which is adorable. It's got a little pothole and everything. It's uh-huh. so and trying to get a good picture of everything at one time was pretty hard, but I, I did pretty good. Did you do all right? I all think right. so. Very good. Can't wait to see Also, that. I mean, good. modern mm-hmm. technology on iPhones, you can make anything Make things good. happen. It's very easy. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, red pepper 
jelly and fresh blueberries on top Correct. of Correct, yes. So does the red pepper go on pre the oven? Yes. And then the blueberries after. Correct. Yeah. So you got it. Perfect. You're right on top of it. It's like you kind of, I'm going to put you back there as a cook. Yeah. I, so I no, we just kind of, of course, score the brie to kind of really open it up sure. and try to get the heat in there. And then we put this red pepper jam all over the top. Mm. And then we, what we do is the fresh blueberries at the end. Mm. So you get that pop of that nice, fresh, almost chilled blueberry to go with that the hot. Does a huge thing because right when it came out, I stuck that like butter knife type of situation into there. And then that. Do you call the crust? Is that a crust? It's on like cheese? an outer Rind. layer. Some like, people eat it, some don't. Right, that's right. Yep. And it's known this. totally fine. But yeah, some people are like, no, I do not like so, that. And some people are like, totally fine with it. Yeah. So, I but broke it's right fine. through it, and then it just ran mm-hmm. like an egg yolk. And yes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just put the knife down, and this dunk cracker straight. And I'm like, I don't even need this. Yeah, yeah, the, you can get right the, into it. The presentation of everything is just so beautiful. The This brie platter, and then that uh, smoked trout dip. Thank so you. beautiful. And anyone who's yes. listened to this podcast knows I get a little overexcited when I see these <laughs> cast iron skillets. And uh, Look, a cast iron is a, a perfect, timeless, wonderful thing for is. everything. It's so uh, rustic. And mm-hmm. yeah, I a cast iron, it's another knuckle tattoo. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. Well, I even have a cast iron from my childhood yeah. that we use all the time. That's so, my, so cool. Yeah. So my mother gave it to me. She cooked all, in a, the whole time I was growing up. And she's like, oh, you opening this restaurant you should take this and I know she could have kept it but she yeah. gave it to me so like yeah some of our dishes are made and in that which I here? love oh yeah we use it all the time oh that's so cool so I love it and then we have some vintage ones that are like over 80 years old which to me is insane uh, but yeah no cast irons are just timeless cast iron forever so yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoy both of those then um, we had written down that we were going to try two of the pizzas, but we ended up, we took Danny's suggestion yes. and ordered hers, uh, the Green Goddess, her way. Yes. Uh, she gets that with the cauliflower crust. Correct. And that touch goes, do you want it my way? And I'm like, well, yeah. yes. elaborate. Like, what's your Make way? Make that happen. Yeah, whatever that And then is. when she said her way, the first thing she said was cauliflower crust. And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then the balsamic glaze I'm on a top big fan of, of uh, cauliflower crust, um, I think just the wording for... I guess normal people is might be a little off-putting. Correct. A lot I, of people get nervous about it because they think it's right. going to be like this chewy crust. It's like, not. No, it's a lot like a pizza crust. You it's would never substantially know. Substantially yes. better for you, and mm-hmm. it's it's really good. It's it was really good. Thank I love you. a thinner crust pizza anyway, and that yeah. was so for, good. In a thin crust pizza situation, if you get a cauliflower crust, you're not going to know it's not dope. Yeah. You're, no, you're, you're really not. And so many people, if I didn't tell them, they have no idea. I and it's know. a little th- that thinner, crispier, like you're talking, and it's in that brick oven, I think it just pulls out that crispy side Well, of you it. get to enjoy like all those toppings instead of crust. Mm-hmm. Um, the Green Goddess sauce had pesto, ranch, and garlic. Correct. It came with chicken, provolone, mozzarella, mushroom, red onion, spinach, and tomato. It was really, really good. And it's beautiful. A lot Thank of color. You. A lot of vibrant color. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And then for our mains, Larry and I decided to do the wood-fired shrimp. Yes. And the... Um, you got the veggies. Yeah. That we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yes, and and those root them. veggies. Like a, were good. a good smokiness to them where, mm-hmm. like, it's hard to explain, but mm-hmm. they were just so good. Yeah. Like, uh, they, they tasted like they were... Roasted over a campfire. Oh, and that's what we do, basically. You know, uh, it's just like a whole fire sure, situation. Oh, yeah, I guess that's accurate. Yeah. No, but <laughs> like, you, it's hard to pick up that flavor profile. You're right. Okay. Like, how do you get that into like your everyday kitchen? Like, so. it tastes yeah. like 
um, those uh, those TikTok guys that do like the primitive cooking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gave me that like they, he, he's got that crazy massive knife and he's mm-hmm. cutting stuff up on like a big slab of wood. Like even he's in the woods. It's bonkers. Probably really unsafe to cook that way actually. Yeah. But yeah, and that, they're, they're very relaxing to watch. <laughs> that honey, soy, and garlic sauce in the shrimp and topped with the green oh onions. It God. was really good. Uh, it was served on this beautiful triangular plate something different unique caught your eye it reminds me of a guitar pick exactly it does look like a big guitar pick and uh the rice was good too i mean and the rice you look at it like oh this is white rice but there's a bunch of flavor to this Mm -hmm. yeah oh we're not doing plain rice here we we get we get bored (laughs) otherwise yeah it it looks like just regular white rice but there is stuff in there and it Mm -hmm. tastes very, very good. It was so good. And then we moved on and we got a sandwich that we split. We got the Italian beef per mm-hmm. your suggestion. Mm-hmm. And I was pleasantly surprised with the bread because when you said you're going to put it in that wood fire oven, I thought it's going to be hard and mm-hmm. crunchy, no. but it wasn't. It was just it had the outside. A, a, yeah, mm-hmm. just the outside, but the inside was so soft. And the beef, there was plenty of it. It was good. The only thing that I was missing was I want like some green peppers and onions. Oh, that's fine. We can put that on the side if you ask for it. Yeah. So we we cook it in the beef. Yeah. Uh, but we're always happy to add any like pepperoncinis or anything on the side because some people well, like, order do, that. Do they you just cook like yeah. It with a decent amount of pepperoncini. Oh there, yeah. You, it tastes you like could, yeah. It's like you a, taste, I'm like why I taste a mouthful of pepperoncinis, uh-huh. but there's only beef in my mouth. Uh huh. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. You got that We roast flavor. that all down into it. And so that's that flavor profile we're talking about. But yeah, yes. if you want some extras, we're always happy to add that for you. <laughs> yes. Growing up right outside of Chicago, I've had like damped Italian beefs shoved in my face my entire life. And I'm like, this is too wet. It's gross. Get it out of my mm-hmm. face. And I get this one of them like, oh my God, it's crispy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not dripping wet. This is my dream. Yeah, definitely more Chicago style. Someone was asking us. And then we put the au jus on the side. So if you want some oh, of sure. that, like, that extra sauce. That should always be the option. When someone's yeah. like, hey, do you want me to dunk this entire thing in liquid? <laughs> I'm like, what? No, it's a yeah. sandwich. I don't want that. But I guess it's a really common thing it that is. people prefer. But yeah. a smushy sandwich is weird to me, man. Yeah. It's yeah. just what they like. And we're happy to accommodate that, of course. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, quite good. I loved it. The, the, like, uh, the softness of the bread and the crispiness on the outside, perfect. I loved the... The bubbly, crispy cheese, all at, everything at one time. It was just so cool. What are those yeah. chips? They're great. It's just a great kettle chip. Mm. Yeah. That's just to go with the sandwiches, nice and easy. And a little side fact, if you get a little side of beer cheese to go with it, you can dip all <laughs> your chips in it. Or sandwiches or pizza, whatever right. you want. Um, when I think kettle chips, like, you know, you think regular kettle chips. I think mm. they might, like, be maybe unsalted or just like really like mellowly salted. Lightly, yes. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Good. I like Good that crunch. A lot. Yes. And then you can always substitute it if you want to do the vegetables instead of the chips or a side salad or a cup of soup, whatever. You know, we're happy to substitute right. it Chips out. are an option. I'm going chips forever. I love <laughs> chips. <laughs> Sometimes those are my meals. Some so days. if you had to pick one thing, Larry, what was your favorite so far? Oh, fuck you. Um, don't make me pick this. <laughs> that purple gin. <laughs> the purple gin, the little, the little random shot of purple gin. Uh, the Cheers. Shot of Empress gin that I did. Um, I will bring I, you another one in a minute. I will oh, say we have a good beer getting delivered right now right. for so you. You can, uh, you can talk about that on microphone because that's fun. Yeah. I will say with a with an orange wedge. <laughs> I think if I had to pick just one thing, I might say that brie. Or the pizza. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
What are you gonna lean towards? Now I'm all like anxiously awaiting. If I have to if I pick, I can only legitimately only one thing: the brain. Yeah. The brain. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about you? I I'm the same way. Everything was right there for me, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with the soup. The soup. Oh, the, the housemate soup. I love this. The Tuscan bean soup. That was soup. a damn good soup. It was Thank you. so good. Yes. It had so much good stuff in mm. it and not, not so brothy. Wimpy. Yes. Yeah. No, it was hearty. It was like stewy, but it was yeah. still a soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. It was almost like a stew. Mm-hmm. It was so good. Uh, but yeah, everything was right there for me. Uh, wasn't disappointed in anything. Oh, happy to hear that. Yeah, we house make all our soups in the winter because you want that hearty. You don't want some pre-made Campbell's. It's, it's such a good but not that they don't have good soups. But right. no, because right. Campbell's chunky soup, like the New England clam chowder in the big red can, it's good. I'm, I'd ride or die for that. It's a great soup. It's good. But in the winter time, you want to just a thick, mm-hmm. lots going on soup that like you can feel in your guts and your soul. Yeah, and that one didn't disappoint. Oh, I'm so happy. And And I love the vessels that it was served in. Yeah, that's made by one of our local potters. Really? That's so cool. So he does all, him and his wife are potters, and they make our cups. And so we got the plates to go with it and the bowls. But it's just supporting local wherever you can. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. So they're all unique, actually. That That is so awesome. So you might get one color one time, another color another time. But (laughs) yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so neat. You that don't kinda, hear about that a lot. You that kind of like, reminds me of Ivy's Bohemia House when we were there. Yes, yes, totally. Yeah. Well, like you always hear about like restaurants supporting local farmers or mm-hmm. like people that grow tea or whatever, but you never hear about local potters, like the artist side of the house. Right. Yeah, there's you some good artists out here. That this is the first time <laughs> that I've heard of a restaurant. Getting their plateware locally sourced. Yeah, that's I will put that as a check mark in our hopefully great side column. But no, we have some amazing artists in this community. And so why not whatever we can do to help support? And even when you walk in our restaurant, we have a little small little side shop that supports some of them as well. So we have some pottery, some jewelry, just to help whatever we can do. So we're all a community here. (laughs) It's funny uh, that you mentioned that because the first time I was here, remember, I saw something. And um, shoot, it was one of my kids and their yes. significant other's names on it. What? Like either Preston and Lindsay. Oh maybe? yeah, is that's it? the Potters. Their was names that? are Preston and Lindsay. Oh really? And that's my <laughs> oldest son and his wife. That's so crazy. And it caught I my that. eye. I do remember mm-hmm. this. You're like, look at that. And I'm like. What? Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they actually have a shop downtown. It's called Market Arts, and so it's right across from the courthouse. So it's this teeny little, like, shop that they do their pottery through. It's also help funded with one of our local muralists, Cameron Moberg, who's one of the first muralists from San Fran. So they're in it as a partnership. That's very, very cool. Really Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. So glad that we got to experience an evening here, and oh, it's yeah. been thoroughly enjoyable. Oh, thank We've you. been talking about doing this for about two seasons on the patio. Even we have. I know yeah. we were like, and I remember we're here. first we, we had construction outside. Oh, we did. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, we had to redo our gate area. It's all done. It's yeah, good. We it's had beautiful. some. Yeah, thank you for noticing. Yeah. We got s'mores casserole coming, don't we? <laughs> You're gonna the authentic s'mores casserole. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so psyched about this. Yeah, I am too. I, well, I, I just heard about it. 
earlier tonight when we were talking because you brought it up and I was like, what? What is that? Yeah. Is that a thing? Well, I think you forgot about it from the first time because someone... I would not have forgot about that. <laughs> I just don't think I heard. Because well, that, like, you don't, you don't lose sight of something like that. That's cool. No, it's great. It comes with its own uh, wet naps too so we can get you all clean all right. afterwards. Yeah, so you'll be great. But it's very out. involved. Awesome. Yeah, no, but it's great. Like I said before, it's like shareable. You can have it with a table of four or two, whatever you need. And so that's, it's just oh, lovely. I can make it for a table of one. Or, or a table one. one. So Thank funny you. little story. When yes. your husband was on the, uh-huh. his segment with us, we asked him the same question, what his favorite restaurant in the 209 was too. Yes. And he also said Provecco. Oh, I'm so happy to hear we're right on cue together. Yeah, no. Yeah. He knows I love it. We both love it. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That dude is the funniest dude. And Danny said embers oh <laughs> she is great yeah she did they do they come out here That's all the time her and her said. husband they'll yeah. pop out if they get you know the kids have a babysitter yeah yep, so she'll exactly. pop here which to yeah. me is like i'm just fortunate to have such amazing staff really at the yeah, end of the day that so. is awesome yeah and shout out again to preston for decorating these igloos they're huh. so so wonderful thank you and yeah. like it's so <laughs> tasteful like you can do one of these globes, and it can get gaudy and tacky pretty quick with oh. very little effort. <laughs> with little um, effort. But uh, these are classy and yeah. tasteful and clean and rustic, yeah. and just every positive adjective I can think of, they're all there. Yeah. There's nothing remotely tasteless or tacky about any of this. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and that's what we wanted to make, like, an environment where people felt comfortable, really, at the end of the day. What can we do to make them unique, not the same, over and over? Uh, we've had people come in. They're like, we've done domes where there was, like, their leftover pavilion furniture. It was, like, plastic chairs. and t-. I'm like, well, that's not. Oh, cool. I, I don't want to. Yeah, this one, we want this to be experienced <laughs> at the end of the day. And we just want you to have fun. And Lay these back. two service windows. We were we were excited about the one, and yeah, then when Danny there's an extra one. There's one over here I too. Know. She's like, yeah. I got food. I'm like, I'll come, I'll come to the door. She goes, well, there's a window here. Yeah, <laughs> we call oh, whoever shit. gets the food. We call them the dome master. So it's very important who you pick because they have to transfer the food from the window to the table oh, or the drain. Actually, took turns. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But I still want to be the dome master, regardless of the turns, because yeah. that's a cool title. Yeah, and like, I want dome that, master. So. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. And like I said before, they seat from two to six people. Mm-hmm. So affordable for anyone. You know, come with six people, divide it up. It's less than 20 bucks a person <laughs> to have an experience that Absolutely. you wouldn't, wouldn't have anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally. Okay. Super cool menu, super good quality, like creative, passionate food in a cool dome. There's nothing wrong with any of this. And the music's been on point in the background, you know. Thank you Normally, for noticing that. Like, we both yeah. have something negative to say about every experience we have. Oh, I, uh, should I sit back? No, and wait I, I can't. I can't find one. Oh, no. well, hey, yeah. you can come hang out anytime. Then, <laughs> and like you. I've looked, I always look at the negative. I'm a millennial. That's that's our job. Real we find, the, mo- we find yeah. the the negative in everything. I can't right now. Very yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah. And I did and try. It's always so much easier for me to be critical when I'm across from the person That's because ballsy. you can see their expressions mm-hmm. you know rather than be blind and yes oh, that's just, so much easier for me yeah yeah <laughs> so. no you can see but no we're always happy to hear feedback really at the end of the day we're just passionate about what we do and we're just happy people enjoy the same things we do yeah, and yes. when it come and celebrate it so yeah. we just keep putting our passion out there and just thankful for and we got that from both everything. you and ryan danny mm-hmm. totally yeah 
Yeah, it's been a fun evening. It's well, been a very you. fun evening. Thank you. Yeah. Or have you back anytime? I would love to be back yes. every yeah. time. We put down <laughs> uh, the Art Walk Week um, and have Ryan tell us when that is, that so we can tell our listeners when that Fantastic. is. Fantastic, yes. absolutely <laughs> want to come to that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be so enjoyable. I'm a big, I've said it on the show a bunch of times, I'm a big street art nerd, and I want to come so bad. In I fact, can't believe that happens here. In fact, oh, yeah. Slater said that a couple of weeks ago. He did we, at we the Ricochet thing. He talked said about that. Wanted to bring that to Crown Point more. Mm-hmm. No, just some of our artists. Uh, we've had Ricky Watts. He's from San Fran. And the only reason we got him is because it was during COVID. All these big cities canceled. They're like, he's like, I guess I'm going to Rensselaer. And so, <laughs> but he, I feel like he's like he just loves this little spot, you know, which is kind of great. You know, we just we don't realize how charming our town can be yeah. when you're here all the time. Sure, right. Sure. And so, yeah, so it's nice to see it from outsider eyes and we have royal dog he's probably one of the top portrait muralists in the world right now i mean he's from uh korea and he's doing go phone you know gopro commercials iphone commercials over there we're just like oh hey come on over here and paint a mural so (laughs) it's really crazy just amazing it's yeah i know to most people when they see it like oh that's pretty but like i don't think they understand the magnitude of what that actually is that is a big ass deal that that's here yeah and he has he has art in uh the netherlands in amsterdam and the street art uh, museum like one of the top you know so it's just come check it out and enjoy it yeah Yeah. looking forward to that well, how's that uh, that Sun King you got there? You haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. Well, I've been busy you, talking. A good uh, well, Indiana beer. They are uh, well, they're out of Indy, Indianapolis, right? correct? They are out of Indy. Yeah, so we do focus a lot on definitely local brews. So we sure. try to do Indiana, Illinois, Michigan is kind of where we focus. Sure. So many great breweries out there. Why not celebrate what we have? On yeah. this show specifically, we do like. 219 area code stuff only. Yes. Because that's our thing. Yeah. Um, and we try to start every episode with like sampling a beer from a local brewery. We are mm-hmm. at this point after 50 episodes, we are running out of breweries. Okay, probably. We You're are. Getting close We've to been it. to yeah. damn near all of them. Some of them a couple of times. I think there's a handful we haven't hit yet, but uh mm-hmm. but the good th- thing about that is they're always rolling out new true, ones. They are, mm-hmm. they, that's true. And um is there one that you've come across that you like more than others? Uh, I have my favorite local brewery, but I want to know what yours is. I think mine is uh, Viking. Mm. It's just so convenient. It's in my work parking lot. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> they <laughs> open their arms to <laughs> us. It's crazy that his there. office and the screenwriting <laughs> shop that I work at are a building apart. Okay, yeah. Which is bonkers. Yes. So then we just always congregate at Viking after work. <laughs> All the time. It's awesome. That's a very yeah. think, uh, beautiful, dangerous spot. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. Yes. Um, mine is probably foreign local. Foreign local? I've never been there, so I can't No, but I've say. had a lot of their beer. I've never yeah. been there. I went there when it was Sour Note, but I've had a yeah. lot of foreign locals beer, and it is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, now what? What would you like to do? I think we're good. We could take a little break and take a break. enjoy the evening. And Okay. And then uh, we'll eat that. We got uh, a little bit. Maybe we'll get some t- to-go containers. Yes, and, we can make that oh, happen. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. Pizza for lunch tomorrow. So we don't keep you here too much Oh, you're fine. Longer. We're going to hang out and party all night. I thought that's what the <laughs> thing was, I'm right? Down. I mean, I got to work at 7 a.m. tomorrow. But We're also, fine. Um, I might be 35, but I'm still 22. Yes. So I'm down, <laughs> man, for We're going to be doing Fernet all night. So Uh-oh. I hope you're ready. <laughs> I'm legitimately in. All right, y'all. We'll be back in a few. All right, last segment. 
We just had this s'mores casserole and a little cast iron, which is like a layer of chocolate and a whole mess of marshmallows thrown into that pizza oven and a little cocktail glass, like a rocks glass filled with graham crackers. And it's, uh, it's delicious. It's sticky as hell. And it's awesome. You know how I get bonus points for creme brulee? You get bonus points for s'mores casserole tonight? I would if we were doing we're not our really regular doing points tonight. Our regular points, but yes, this was so good. Um, less sweet than a regular s'more. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they use those dark chocolate chips instead of milk chocolate, like a chocolate candy bar that's super sweet. Sure, really good. Uh, both of us are sticky faces, sticky hands. I have. Um, I'm a little more beardy than usual currently. And I can feel, actually, and I just, like, oiled and conditioned my beard yesterday. And it has got some sticky little corners right now. And uh, I'm going to have to do it again tomorrow because it's uh, it's going to be a little tough to deal with here. Oh, Greg's zipping up the window. But, yeah, man, that was good stuff. Uh, really good. Excellent. Um, yeah. Awesome night. Awesome night. Loved it. Way to, uh, to launch this season. Really happy about it. Yeah. Cheers to episode or season five. Season five in uh, episode number 50. Yep. Check out our merch store. Get yourself some Christmas presents. Yeah. Give people uh, Christmas presents with our brand on it. Because tasty uh, that would be cool for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we cover the 219 area. Lake, Porter, LaPorte. Jasper, Newton counties, little bit of Pulaski. Uh, is it Pulaski? Am I saying it wrong? Is it Pulaski no, or Pulaski? Say, you can say Pulaski or Pulaski. Tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Those are bullshit examples because no one says nobody says potato. Literally nobody, and no one says tomato. They say tomato and potato because that's how the hell you say those words. Um, I want to find a new. Uh, what do you call this? Not a metaphor. Uh, a euphemism? That's not the word either. Whatever. I want to find a new one of these because people always say tomato, tomato. I'm like, who the fuck says tomato? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway, um, that's awesome, though. You can come back in. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We're just hanging, dude. Yeah. We got another one. She's coming back. We're hanging. Yeah. We're just wrapping up, talking wrapping about how awesome the, the casserole know. is and how sticky I am now. You did come in with all the napkins stuck yeah. to it. And I it used the so wet good. wipe, and I was drying off. <laughs> Is that what yeah. was and happening? And I'm like, I guess I missed a spot, <laughs> and the, the napkins just all went there, and I'm like, oh. It's just I guess I want to wash my hands. <laughs> Go on inside. Come visit oh, us at the Oh, man, bar. I got lunch for, like, a couple days now. Nice. You know, tomorrow's Friday. Just, just telling our listeners, um, I always give uh, bonus points for creme brulee, but mm. this... Mm-hmm. Uh, S'mores like, casserole. And we didn't do the like, the normal points format because like we're here, we're hanging out, we're trying a bunch of stuff, so we didn't do the normal thing. But I would have given a bonus point for something. Yeah, something. Yeah, that s'mores. I'm so I love creme brulee. That's one of my favorite desserts. Really? So it's so funny you love that too because I'm like I know I'm right with you. Yeah, I gave bonus points recently. What was it for? 
I know you gave three bonus points, which was crazy. What was it? Three? <laughs> oh, it's because Trail Yard is also a bike shop. Oh, that's right. why I gave him bonus yes. points because I spent my twenties as a drunk bike messenger in Chicago, and I really mm-hmm. it resonated with me. And I but used to work at a bike shop. But the good thing about this s'mores casserole, it's not overly sweet. No, like you know, the candy bars mm-hmm. have so much sugar in it, and I think the chocolate chips mellowed that down. Very it was good. really good. So really, happy really you guys good. were able to dig into that and enjoy it. Yeah, and we ate so much food. Yeah. Fantastic as you should. And I'm going <laughs> to eat probably all of this for lunch tomorrow, unless you want some for your lunch. <laughs> but also, I don't care about your lunch. Yeah, I don't have it for mine. No, nope. as long as I can eat some more of this s'mores casserole. It's all yours. (laughs) You called it Seymour's earlier, and I'm like, say that again? And then you like wrote, you wrote it out. You're like, I said Seymour's because that's how I say it. And I'm like, you don't. You've never said that before. That was so weird. You know how it goes. He's being all fancy in us. That's what was happening. Is that, is that fancy, mm, it's fancy. For, for s'mores? Is it, it is. Seymour's? Like, yes. And I asked him, like, like, Skinner? And he didn't know what I was talking about. And I'm like, you know, Seymour Skinner, you don't know who that is? It's a very know. famous principal. In a, a certain ex, like in a certain episodes or a couple, right? And, yeah, for yeah. or like for like thirty seasons of that show, he's been around the whole time. Like he's never not been there. Wow! And his mom is mean. Mm. She's mean, man. Well, anyway, yeah. that's neither here so nor there. So now the igloos are here until February, early March. Early so March. like a week or two into March, basically. Yeah. So yeah. my mom is a big fan of the show, and my mom is also a big food person. I think, and her birthday is in February, so I oh. think maybe for my mom's birthday we could bring her here. You shall. You should do that. You also get a free dessert too with any birthday celebrations or anniversaries. We're just happy to celebrate people. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. You gotta think, let us uh, know. We'll happy to give you a free dessert. I think maybe we'll bring my mom here for her birthday. Be fantastic. Be cool. Make sure you put it on the notes so we can be prepared. So February like, 5th is her birthday? Yes. Um. So the previous or following weekend, unless it's actually a weekend, I don't know. Sure. Well, my mom loves food. She instilled my love of food into me my whole life. Like a good mother. That was She's very nice the, of her. Uh, I think the most frequented guest on this show. Uh, <laughs> coolest person I know. That's lovely. I have her name tattooed on my wrist because she's so sick. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> Someday I will get there with my children. <laughs> I remember I got it like my freshman year of college. <laughs> I got it and I called her. Uh-huh. It wasn't my first tattoo. I think it was my second tattoo. Okay. And I called her and she like seemed really upset. Really? I was like, <gasps> Oh no! She goes, "It's so sweet. I love it." I'm like, "Ah, oh, sick." See, now my son got his first tattoo in freshman year of college, and it, our Google calendars were connected at the time, and so I knew when he was getting it. I didn't say anything. Uh, what so was I, it? I called him in the middle of it. I was like, "Hey, what are you doing, babe? What's going on?" <laughs> Never told me until like afterwards. I totally knew he was getting his tattoo at that same time. He's like, "Oh, I'm just hanging out." I'm like, "Is mm. it a cool tattoo?" Yeah, it's really. It has some of the artwork from our mural on here, so it has like roses and some oh, of nice. the bird feathers. And mm. so it was just it's on his back arm, and yeah, so he just got it as like a homage, you know, like to our home. You know, that's just what he wanted to My do. My mom's name is the only tattoo I have that's not some logo of some dickhead punk rock band that I liked when I was a kid. <laughs> that's all the rest of them. Fantastic. Yeah, it shows right. it should be. But yes. Don't grow up, y'all. <laughs> it's way easier than growing up. <laughs> you have anything, Janelle, that you want to end, end the, our podcast with? No, just that we love people and we hope you can all come out and visit us really yeah, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's come be you. Come hang out. Have a good time. Have some good cocktails. Yeah. And enjoy some food. Excellent cocktails, excellent food, excellent staff. Everyone was so friendly and hospitable to us. 
Thank you. True. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can hear through the microphones, but Cousins by Vampire Weekend is playing, and that is a <laughs> ripper. Very happy about this. Good it's music. A, a, yes. It's a weird, like, vibey surf rock song. Vampire Weekend's a weird band. They've covered everything. That's neither here nor there. That's not the that's not the show for this. I have that show down the road. <laughs> They're a great Otherwise, band, though. They are a great yes. band. They're a great band. They're pretty underrated, actually. Agreed. Anyway, I had a wonderful time. This is an awesome premiere for this season, an awesome 50th episode. It is. Um, I've had a, a great, great time. As always, thank you for listening to Tasty 219. Come out and visit Embers, and we will catch you next time on Tasty 219. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I think I got graham cracker in my throat. <laughs> you look like you're like almost gasping, and then you reach for a beer because you know that's our show. Also, if you want to be on this show, if you want to come to eat somewhere with us and like sit down on the mic and bullshit and hang out and like sip some beer and talk about our experience, holler. We you actually can said that come. about. We actually said that about you, Janelle. What? After your first segment, we're like, yeah. If you want to go somewhere and just do this like a normal episode of the show, like that yeah. with not like focused on your own brand, you want to go um, eat somewhere and just review it. Yes, thank you. We can totally do that, uh, and we can even happen. come back after we eat and come here and do it here and just make it all happen You've together. Been, oh, been, I love eating and drinking. Thank you for considering that. Yeah, I would yes. love that. the most excellent guest. Have you done this prior to this? I have only done our local radio, like, 7 a.m. kind of show before. You seem like you have. The yeah. way you, like, your your diction and the way you deliver things. And oh. it seems like you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's all winging it my whole life. I'm just winging my life. Oh, same. <laughs> winging is, uh, what's the, is the past, I had talked about this at work. Is the past tense of winging it, is it winged it or wong it or wang it? I don't know. If you can let me know, that'd be fan-freaking-tastic. No I want to say wang it because it's the funniest one because it's like a penis. Yes. So I wang it my whole life. Yeah, your whole life. Just making that just dangle for you. That's good for that's, you. I'm yeah. the dumbest person you've ever met. That's where I should cut it, right? <laughs> no, yep, Okay. <laughs>